following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. It's Injustice for All on this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Biscrello, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Editorial writer, Laser Kid. It's just the three old Ben this time because nobody else wanted to watch Injustice. I mean, I didn't want to watch Injustice, but I knew I wanted to rip it apart. No, I actually did want to watch Injustice because I thought, okay, maybe this is actually good. And I was wrong. <laughs> oh boy. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we uh we have some lineup news. Some mm. uh rather intriguing lineup news. So following the two weeks of the DC films, which we will be discussing in this podcast, this upcoming week, Tsunami will start off with back to back new episodes of My Hero Academia. And then at one AM they will be airing the One Piece Dragon Ball Toriko crossover episode. My mind is that has never blown. ever been released in the U.S. Allegedly, it's not even available on DVD in Japan. Licensing, licensing, licensing. This, uh, this, this is quite a surprise. Uh, it is episode 590 in sequence. They skipped over it previously. Uh, here, here's my running theory. They got this with their tapes for Punk Hazard. It probably was dubbed with Punk Hazard because Toei was guiding the dubbing process at that point. So they could have just been like, oh, yeah, go ahead, dub that. We have all the rights. Why not? <laughs> but... They skipped it on the home video release in the U.S., probably because it is not available in Japan. And, uh, you know, they just kind of sat on it. But since it showed up with the tapes for Toonami, they skipped it uh, just to prove that Toonami actually does pay attention to what's on their tapes. <laughs> they, uh, they skipped it, as they should, and played the next episode in sequence in the Punk Hazard arc. But they probably went back to Toei and said, hey, can we play this? <laughs> or do we just have this tape that we can't use? And Toei was like, yeah, go it's, ahead. It's entirely possible that they have the rights to air it, but not to release it. Mm -hmm. Ah, hmm. Entirely possible. Entirely possible. Yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's definitely a whole rights mess to be sure but because of that <clears throat> delightful happenstance Toonami actually gets to premiere something <laughs> in the US which uh, is pretty much uh, something that doesn't happen unless it's an original the mm -hmm. last time something like this happened was Space Dandy <clears throat> yeah Pre pretty much uh, but honestly, my jaw was on the floor that we're getting this at all. 
period. And then, oh yeah, we dubbed it, and it's going on Toonami. What the? F I, I I I just can't. it's hard to believe, but it's exciting. Yeah the the day they post this on the schedule is like, oh well, that's really. And then Toei puts out tweets and a press release is like, well, okay, this is really happening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Toei's kind of kind of making a little bit of a thing <laughs> about it, which is well fair. That's you know it's never been shown before, so why not make some noise? Absolutely. I wonder how. I wonder how piss Crunchyroll is. Hmm. Well, they That's still don't have question. that one piece stuff at all on Crunchyroll. So. Now, I mean, I mean, keep in mind this is just one episode, but Myth. the fact that it's causing so much, like, oh my god, I'm gonna, I need to watch this kind of thing going on. Yeah, would make you, me think... you, you might want to curb your expectations. It's not like. It's not fantastic. It's, it's only exciting because <laughs> well, no, no, it's no, been no. denied well, until this point. Now, wait, 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 wait. I didn't yeah. say that it was a good episode. I didn't say that it was going to be the best thing that everybody's ever seen. Well, of course I not. Said, you haven't seen it. Right. So I'm just telling you, based on what I'm seeing on social media, a lot of people may watch this. So it's it's going to piss Crunchyroll off, probably. I <laughs> don't know that they'll care because they can't really... There's nothing they can really do about it. So I mean, if anything, I mean, they might be allowed to stream it subbed after the fact. Well, but maybe I, I not. Think, I, I think that they can. I'm imagining after this happens, they're probably going to be like, um, so can we play this? Because we should be able to do this. Well, theoretically, but, they have the rights to the One Piece dub, but they haven't been putting it up. And it's been almost a year. <laughs> Well, it, I mean, I mean, let's, offering the episode at all, yeah, is is you know that's the big question. Will they be able to stream it in any capacity, Japanese mm -hmm. or English? I mean, it's done. Yeah. So theoretically, I, think that at least it would pop up on Funimation, but it it, it, it does it, you know it, it just makes me sit there and laugh because it's like. Anytime Toonami goes to Toei about something, they're like, yeah, sure. What do you want? Well, yeah, Toei <laughs> has like... long actually really had a focus on TV airing. Mm -hmm. They they definitely prefer that to home video from from what I've noticed. And I, and I feel bad for everybody that's going to watch this episode and go, who's that guy with the blue hair? <laughs> well, the guy with the blue hair, who is also voiced by Ian Sinclair. Mm -hmm. Yep is uh, Toriko, the uh, lead character from the manga Toriko, which uh, has an unfortunate history. <laughs> yeah, in a lot <laughs> I mean, in, of lately. In multiple ways. Uh, but, you know, Toriko is a guy who goes and hunts rare animals to kill them and cook them and eat them and display them and gets rare delicacies and is a very good cook. So, yeah, uh, remember in Hunter Hunter, there were like these hunters that went after like delicacy foods. Yep, yep. that's a great. It's basically that, but it's the whole thing. It's that <laughs> cross of food wars would be my comparison. Mm, yeah, there is a bit of food wars in there. Um, I mean, I mean, look, I understand that there's there's controversy. With, you know, 
the creator and such. And also the fact that this whole series didn't even get dubbed. Um, yeah, well, they only dubbed about, about 47 episodes. Yeah, they dubbed a good chunk of it, but it didn't do well here. It didn't even do well in Japan. It had to get replaced by Dragon Ball Z Kai, the, the, the Boo Adventures for all things. Now, could Toei you know, continue dubbing it? Theoretically, but I, I don't think it's high on their priority list. I just, you know, for me, and I know you gentlemen are going to disagree with me, but I, I would love to, I mean, you're going to play this on screen. You got nothing else to play. It doesn't seem like Toriko's even a <laughs> even a priority for anybody. I mean, why not just throw it on Toonami, honestly? I mean, at this point, I, I wouldn't actually mind. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I no, I don't think it'll Toriko. happen either, because I'm sure that it probably would have happened already if it was. You know, and that that's another thing, too, is like, I don't remember. what When when did Toriko get dubbed? When did the dub first start coming out? Do you guys remember? Like eight years ago? Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. So, so around that time, Toonami was doing pretty well. Yeah, so they could have played it, but they yeah. Didn't. So, so for me, it was one of those things where it's like, maybe if they had played it, maybe it would have done a lot better. Because I don't it's even remember. Not a good show. It's not a good adaptation. Uh, if you really want to enjoy Toriko, get the Jump app and read the manga. Seriously. Well, I never said it was a bad show, but there again, some <laughs> things that are bad shows do well on Toonami. So just keep that in mind sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, it, it but do I don't know well if it, it's I don't not think very good. So I mean, and it, yeah, I, I don't know that it would be the best choice for Toonami, honestly. Well, I don't know if they would. I don't know if they would ever play it. But there again, you know, honestly, if they can Toonami, get other things from Toei. Please get something else. Get World well, Trigger. Get get freaking Dragon Quest Die already. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna. There's a great choice. I just, I just want Toonami to get something different because this is getting a little old very fast. If they can get so I don't even their, care if it's Toriko. Uh, if they can get past <laughs> the contract, I would love to see Sailor Moon again. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sailor Moon's and Toei, is technically isn't it? Toei, but Viz it's, has the master license. That's yeah. true, but I mean, that's yeah. that's still doable. We, we we got Yashihime. Well, I mean, I mean, the sub yeah, is free on their YouTube Viz. page. It's, yes. it's a case where they have, as far as I understand, they have a deal with Hulu for exclusivity, and I don't know how long that lasts. Who knows? That's anyone's guess. But yes, yes I think... of course, we're, uh, we're, we're tired of the holding pattern, but mm. yeah, it'll end eventually. You know what's going to happen this week, right? We're going to have to like insert something into this podcast. Aren't we? <laughs> Breaking news: Toriko is probably on the tsunami block. Wait, and you know what? what? You know what? You know what it's going to be is Sketch is going to come on here and be like, "God damn you, Paul! <laughs> I hate you." <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean, you were probably thinking is I love the idea of it. The the, the trailers for animation made for Torico are some of the best trailers I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but can I let let me tell you something? I've I don't want to blow somebody. I don't want to blow a voice actor in here. Somebody that's worked on several of these jump anime. If you get where I'm going with this. 
has said to me every time that I've seen them at a con, God, Toonami makes so much better promos for shows. <laughs> I'm not going to blow insert person oh, in. No, Maybe no, I did. Toonami's great at promos. I'm not going to lie about that. In fact, their promo for this is pretty dang good. Amen. And you know what? That's what I was going to mention, too. Have, like, their promos for stuff lately have been, eh. You get something like this, and it's like, what? where was this for, like, Fatal Five? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like... I thought the Fatal Five promo was all right. Uh, it was, it was, it was okay. the The Injustice trailer was actually better than the Fatal Five trailer. Ironic, uh, since when we were talking about the films. <laughs> well, we'll talk <laughs> about that in a minute. But obviously, yeah. they needed to make Injustice look better. So I mean, <laughs> something's gonna happen here. I mean, also, way to spoil that another Superman shows up. Mm. <laughs> For about five well, seconds. I mean, Injustice, Injustice, multiple versions of Injustice, you know, has Superman show up in the other form. I mean, that's that's part of the the story, yes, although, well, we'll get to it when we get to that. (laughs) So, so Sketch, be prepared to do another, do breaking news into this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Toriko is coming to Toonami. (laughs) Breaking news! Toriko is caught a Garawa Gator! If we, if I guess that... I'm going to be I, laughing. I, I think they would at least, you know, see how people react to the special before yeah. actually pursuing that. But uh, I just, I don't think it's going to lead to anything. Probably the only reason they bothered to dub this is because it has Dragon Ball characters it's in it. Dragon mm-hmm. Ball and One Piece in one place. I and can't. Goku and Luffy competing over meat. How could you not want to see that? I can't yeah. tell you. I can't tell you how many comments because I put up the promo for um, the One Piece crossover special. I put that up. I can't tell you how many comments I hear about how this episode deludes Goku from what his real power is. I'm like, oh my god, this is getting annoying. (laughs) First of all, this is pre-Dragon Ball Super. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a silly gag episode. Chill out. (laughs) It's fine. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a fun crossover. I think it'll be especially fun to watch dubs because so many of the actors are double cast <laughs> or triple cast or yeah. there's like four Chris Sabbaths running around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a good time. Uh, like super, super pumped for, uh, uh Vegeta and Zoro fighting. Yes. That will be <laughs> super pumped for that. Hilarious. Good, good stuff there. And, yes. you know, <laughs> it's, it should be fun. Though I will add the caveat, and I mentioned this in my uh, article that I posted on ToonamiFaithful.com, if you didn't read it. Uh, this is part Shameless two. Plug. <laughs> this is part two of a one-hour special that was split between an episode of Toriko and an episode of One Piece. Well, right. So if you can't play, you got to play Toriko so you can see oh the first God. half of this. But they didn't dub that episode of Toriko, which is they, tough. Well, guess what they need they to do They didn't get then. anywhere near that close to that. Toriko guess, was just... Guess yeah, what they was, need to do then. They need to they need to dub this episode. Oh it was like 90-something. Yeah. I think it was uh, officially the first episode of season three. <laughs> yeah, uh, Toei had multiple crossovers with One Piece and Toriko. Like, I did I 
am I recalling correctly that the very first airing of Toriko was a crossover with One Piece? I believe that's correct, yes. Like, they were really trying to use the Straw Hats to prop up Toriko. And the fact that they couldn't should tell you everything you need to know about Toriko. Mm. So when Tsunami's promoting this as history's strongest collaboration, I'm like, yeah, it's history's strongest collaboration. Oh, and Toriko's there too. Yeah, pretty much. I see other people like, why couldn't they like use Naruto as like different companies? Yes, that would have made way more, way more hype. Yeah, you'll, I mean, you'll have I, to settle for the video games in that case. I would have rather we had the the food wars in there instead of, of Toriko, but you know. oh, well, that would have been really fun. Oh heck yeah, I would have loved to see it, but you know, totally nonsensical because that's like supposed to take place in like normal yeah, <laughs> reality, well, even though not know. really. Yeah, well, some fictional know. version of the world where. Food is serious business. <laughs> well, I mean, even even given that, get, getting the world of One Piece with the world of Dragon Ball, you're already crossing dimensions at that point. Who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's all Shonen Jump, so ta- but it's we're we're gonna deal with a different animation studio, so that that's oh, the that's... real reason. That's the other thing that I hear that I that I keep seeing in the comments is where's Naruto? Where's where's Bleach? Yeah, I, I, I brought this up. They could have used Bobobo, yeah. but it was no! way past it was way past <laughs> Bobobo's day. Uh there Bo- there's a beautiful piece of art where uh, they got the the straw hats crossover with Bobobo. It is one of my favorite pieces of art. It's hilarious. That's fun. Also, I can't I can't chime in when you guys keep talking, so it's your fault. You, you we're talking about one piece, both of us are, are bouncing around. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, as uh, as a One Piece dub completionist, I'm very happy this is actually getting dubbed and being released in any legal capacity. Amen. And the fact that Toonami is getting to premiere it is pretty cool. Heck yeah. That's a nice treat. I mean, don't don't expect high art, but it's uh, it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. And Tori goes there, too. <laughs> All right, time time to uh, tear apart injustice because it was an injustice ah. to my eyes. Ah, yes. Oh, Once again, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I went. Let, there. Let's That's add right. one more caveat. We don't know what's what's going on with tsunami after the first week of March, and uh, maybe we'll know by the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> the sketch is going to have to do more work. Yeah. I'm probably going to get dragged into it because I'm usually awake when these things happen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I'm busy. So uh, once again, Tudami has decided to treat us to a great DC animated movie that is an extension of the 90s DCA animated universe. And also a not so great adaptation of a DC story that already existed. Hooray. <laughs> And the first up is Injustice. Mm. Oh boy. What if Superman was a bad guy? Oh, what a wonderfully brilliant concept. It's never been done before, ever, anywhere. Well, 
<laughs> well, it wasn't done in, in DC animated movie form, at least. Oh, they did do Superman Red Sun. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But and that's, yeah. that's, that's a much better movie, too. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I don't doubt that for a second. Because mm. this is... Um, I'm not sure if I dislike this more than Hush. But they're Oof. both pretty bad. <laughs> and I yet, did watch Hush, didn't I? Yeah. And yet, as I was watching it, I didn't really hate the experience. Other than the occasional moment where I was like, okay, this is just stupid. I didn't hate it. I, I'm, I'm going to rip it a new one. But if I'm being completely honest, my honest opinion of this movie is meh. That's a fair opinion. So... Except they absolutely ruined Wonder Woman. Just totally ruined it. Uh, that's, so, a problem. that's a problem with source material. In fact, I would actually I don't, argue this movie does her better than the source, and that's ironic given everything else. I, I was going to say, like, I don't think they ruined Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman really didn't... Actually, so... I, obviously, there's the video game Injustice. We've seen in the 90s version of Justice League, we saw... That one episode, what was it? It was like two or three episodes where they did the cross, where they did, did basically the, just, the, the Justice Lords, which is a much better yeah. version of this story. It's, it's the same story. Version. It's exactly it's the, same. the same story, but yeah. that time it actually worked because right. they had the uh, ability to actually write. <laughs> well, and and but and that the, time when the Flash died, it actually mattered. Hi ho. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and in the injustice in the injustice game. You know, that had a better story than this. And I'll be honest with you, walking into this, I'm thinking to myself, well, actually, let me back up. When I heard that this was coming out, I kind of went, okay, so this is going to be kind of like the video game where, you know, something happens, Superman basically snaps, and then, you know, the Justice League. If you look at the the same story, they've just... There's just some uh, focus issues and minor it changes is, that it are. Is. Mm. No, no, no. It's it's, it's mostly it's, based on the comic. Yeah, it, that it, it's was bad. A spinoff of the game. It's a bad. It's a bad movie. Oh, <laughs> it's, no question there. I, I'm not I arguing mean, that. I mean, I mean, I don't <laughs> listen. You can't have injustice if you kill off most of the Justice League. <laughs> Oh yeah, like the, I, they, don't, yeah. The body count you know, in this movie was ridiculous, and like, there was look. I like I joked about the Flash dying not mattering, but they did. They made nothing of it. No, <laughs> he yeah. dies almost immediately, and nobody well, says anything about yeah. it. See, that's, that's the thing that kills me about that first part was Flash dying is a big problem. And what it does is it, it it doesn't it's not the reason Superman go goes pissed off. No, it's that's the reason. That's the reason the rest of the Justice League goes pissed because Flash got killed. Superman got pissed because Joker killed Lois. So and blew up Metropolis. Yeah, and blew up Metropolis. Well, and I mean, in this his movie, unborn he, son. In this movie, he did that, but not in Injustice. In Justice, he just killed Lois and that pissed that yeah. pissed Superman off to the point. He doesn't actually kill Joker in Injustice the game because no. Joker's playable. 
No, but, but no, you understand but this what I'm time, <laughs> Joker after round and found out. Yeah. Yeah, but that was his. That was his. Punch. Oh, what a punchline! Oh my god. Well, see, but see, I, I. It was. I kind of feel like. <clears throat> I kind of feel like they were trying to go for. <laughs> and again, it's something that if you weren't paying attention that you saw, it seemed like Joker was sick. And Joker is he, sick. What? Who would imagine <laughs> that? And Joker. No, I mean, like literally sick where he's about to die kind of thing. I and didn't get that impression. Well, he was coughing. He was either. coughing a lot, though. I don't think that's necessarily an indication of anything. But, you know, Joker wanted to do something big. So it makes sense that something's going on to where. He wanted to he give Superman trying. one really bad day. Yes, uh, it was pretty yeah. clear. He's like, well, I can't get you, so I'm going to get somebody else. I mean, he says that to Superman. So it's like, or not to Superman, Batman. Batman. To rather. Batman. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so he, it's, it, he paid for that His motivations are pretty, pretty obvious. They're pretty bare laid out. So if, if it had been, oh, I'm dying, Batman. So I wanted to do a thing. He would have said it. Yeah, I don't think Joker would actually say anything about himself dying. Well, no, he would no. have said something like, I wanted one last fling. Not necessarily that he's dying, but he would there there would have been a there would have been something about. Mm, yeah, probably. Maybe. But I, I do think, like I said, I do think that something I think Jokers did that for a reason. Because well, he knew yes. he was gonna die. He knew he was going to die. He knew that was going to happen. I mean, come on. You're going to piss off Superman. You're going to kill his. You're going to kill his. Yeah, he wife. wanted to turn. Yeah, Joker's not afraid to die. He's been trying to get Batman to kill him for years. Yeah, and now yeah. he decided to switch to Superman. That's literally all there is to it. By the way, Harley Quinn was useless in this. No. Oh, ah. she, she was uh, oh. she was part of the best part of the movie. Her her and Plastic Man, the comedic relief. Hmm. But she was useless. It was uh, it was pretty fun. Her uh, interactions with uh, Green Arrow, uh, who went out uh, like a uh, uh, yeah. Oh, you know who else was useless? Everyone um, in this movie except for Batman. I, what what was his name? It wasn't it wasn't Nightwing anymore. It was like Deadwing, Deadwing, which Deadwing oh, oh, or God. something. Oh God, the nineties. Dick edge. Grayson, Dick Grayson dies because because. Um, we, we, we have Damien throws something and he's like, he, he, he always dodges. He always dodges. Kill you, bro. Okay. I like, I'm going to take, I'm going to take on my moment here. This movie kills characters. It gets hyper violent and it does nothing with it. It's pure shock value for the sake of being edgy. And it's not, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything. And, and it doesn't, it doesn't make sense if you kill off most of the justice league. Like you can't have injustice. If you kill all pretty much the whole justice league, like that doesn't make any sense. It makes no fucking sense. I mean, I agree that it's a bad idea for storytelling, but I mean, they, they, they managed to do the story. It's just bad. By the way, at the end there where he's like, where, a different Lois from a different earth oh, shows up that's pregnant. And he's like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'll go look. I'll let you put me in a red sun room and whatever. And I'm sitting here going, 
No. No. Yeah, I have some major no. problems. I think with his that. Superman is way too far <laughs> gone for that. If he's yeah. not going to listen to literally himself, why would uh, th there's no way that worked? No way at all. I if he was well, uh, well off enough to have that work, it, he he would have at least listened to himself, if not himself. Wonder Woman at the end. Any of these other characters? No, I. He he's mm -hmm. gone so far gone. Not the younglings, Clark. Yeah, I I'm sorry. This is. Now, if you wanted to get him, if they could, they could have made this work and be like to get him to hesitate for a moment, and you club him over the head or something. Yeah, that no, could work. Is he ain't giving himself up? Come on, it's, it's that and, is and, literally the movie being like, okay, time to stop now. Pretty and much, that's the it's, thing, it's, like it's Coop pushed the five minutes left of the episode button. And and that's <laughs> the thing that that also killed me was it's like. Batman has contingencies. We, we've seen it in different animated movies. We've seen it in Justice League, the 90s show. Batman has a contingency plan for every single hero going rogue or turning evil, including Superman. Yeah. The uh, fact... In Superman's case, it's literally called Kryptonite. But, but no, no, no. He also has the red... Sun. Well, in the in the in case... In, in the case of injustice he has you know they he uses the red sun um to stop him from you know doing anything whatsoever because really an enraged superman that's the only thing you can really fucking do at this point but the the point i'm trying to make is is batman doesn't do anything no to superman like he you, like, you dude, could like, argue that he's like tr hoping that Superman comes around and he, he sees the error of way. his ways. He does feel like he's feeling that way early on in the movie, but as the movie progresses, it gets less and less likely that that's what's going on, and it's just yeah. Okay, what are we doing with Batman? This movie, I, I'm gonna say it. Everything this movie is trying to do. Fatal Five actually does successfully. It, it failed. It failed. It fails. It fails miserably. It fails. It's trying to be serious, but it comes off as as like a teenager ed edge lord. Look at me, I'm serious, and you just like, I, and, and I have to use a phrase, but I don't mean it in a, in a derogatory way. It's comic book shit, and I don't mean that as a obviously well, it's DC Comics, but it's like Saturday morning comics out of a, a newspaper comic. Oh, this character dies. Oh, this character dies. Oh, this character dies. Oh, that character dies. Oh, but we solve it with a, with, with a, with a heartwarming conversation. It, it's trying to be serious, but it doesn't know how to get emotional resonance out of anything. Nobody feels like they're being emotional. Nobody's reacting to these things. Uh, logically it's shock value after shock value with no logic put together. And it's really just kind of annoying to watch. I think it's just, I think it just goes all over the place. It does. Like it doesn't have a, like, and we'll get to fatal five, but like a movie like fatal five has a clear, concise point a to point B. Yep. It goes from, it goes from the beginning to the end. Nice climax in the, in the middle, like it's supposed to. And then it's good. You know, a lot of the, um, what was it called? The new 52 movies. If I, if, did I say that right? Whatever. That is um, correct. That is a term. That so exists. all those movies 
pretty much did a good job. They didn't, they weren't like, you know, they weren't, most of them weren't like stellar, like, oh my God, this is the best movie of, you know, everything. But it's, they at least did what they were supposed to do. This, it just seemed like somebody wrote this, stuck a bunch of ideas in it, and tried to execute all these ideas along from from point A to point B. And you're just you just have this really squiggly line going from these ideas. I, I, like you've given me an idea of what's going on here. What? I, I can describe what what's wrong with this movie. This is a story of a kid playing with action figures and then like, oh, well, this character dies. Yes. Throw the action figure across the room. Mm-hmm. All right, these two action figures are fighting. Throw the action figure across the room. He's yep. dead. But there's, exactly. no, but there's no plot. There's no character moments. Exactly. The only ca- Well, not none. There's one character that gets character moments, and his name is Plastic Man. And he is the joy of this movie because he is hilarious to watch. He reacts emotionally, logically to what's going on. But he's the only one. Yeah. But, but see, that's the thing, though. Is it's like, you know, you you kill Dick Grayson. You have this big important part where she gives him powers, and he only shows up like twice. Yeah, he just really screws around. Yeah, yeah. He, we make this big deal of this lady who gives him powers. We never see her again. We have no nope. idea why she cares. We have no idea what that has nothing is. to do with the game. And he does. He does like yeah. two things, and he does two things, <laughs> neither of which are overly that important. No. Also, and um, oh god, Re- it was Rachel Ghoul all along. He's the real villain, you guys. Gee, Damien, why would you think it was a good idea to bring Rachel Ghoul in on Superman? Yeah, that's a good idea. But see, that's the thing, like. <laughs> Again, we're we don't have like that man just keeps chemotherapy on him at all times, huh? Well, and, and, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I want to throw some that was the most hardcore death. Oh my gosh! What's man? That? I can't believe they took the Adam out like that. Yeah, I I do want to make a point here. I liked that when we first had Rachel Gould show up. Superman's just like, oh hell no, I'm not dealing with that asshole. That, if they had kept that line, it kept that, it would have been actually a lot more interesting. But then he's just like, oh, well, okay, join me then. Okay, fine. And then Rachel Ghoul's unsurprising to literally I anyone. To fix Gotham. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. And, uh, and when the, the totally unforeseeable betrayal from Rachel Ghoul occurs, you want Superman to switch? That would have been the time to make it work and make it make sense. Like, oh, mm. that was me. I was him, and he betrayed me because he's actually there, and I'm not. You want to have Superman realize his mistake? That would have been the moment. The people who, but they don't do that. They don't do that. In fact, once that's all done, he immediately goes, "I want to arrest all of you terrorists," and like nothing yeah. happened. All of the events that just occurred, we just set up. We have a narrative thread. And it was completely irrelevant. It, it yeah. literally went nowhere. Well, and then, but let, let's let's go back a little bit. Superman just like kills a bunch of teenage kids oh, that are dressed up as the yeah. Joker. Yep, yep. I have and then, major problems with that. Uh, well, even but if here's you take Superman's gone authoritarian, right? Superman okay. has gone dark. He's authoritarian. He's if you if you fight and cross him, he's gonna kill you. I don't even think Injustice Superman from the game 
would have done that shit. Th- that is no. not Clark Kent, even an evil one. Well, but see, but see, here's he might the thing: arrest like, them, which would still be unjust. But, but I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that he kills all those kids, and yet still, Batman doesn't pull a trigger on whatever failsafe he has if Superman goes fucking insane. Like, and it happened in Gotham, and that, so you make yeah. a point. And it happened yeah. in Gotham, so well, again, it's like... events occur, and and it's like, it, it just, it's just like the characters just don't react. The events are... Com- All the events do is is push the plot, and the characters are just walking along a, pa- a plot and don't really react to it. They just like, do what the plot tells them to. I think, I honestly think what they should do, and this is just my opinion, this is just my fucking opinion, I think they should take that, that well, it was two or three episodes that of the nineties justice league, take that, expand that into an injustice like movie. Obviously with whatever the version just- you want to do it with. Yeah. Justice Lords was a good story. I, right. I actually, and, and I, and I, I like think that, that would be sure. great. Yeah. I think that would be great or even turn it into a mini series. Like that would be that right there would be great. You obviously can't do because you know, Kevin Conroy is dead now, so you can't really do Batman like you did. So it would have to be probably a whole new cast. But, I mean, you could even use the the new 52 voice actors and, and do it. Like, it it just it makes sense to have done it that way. Not the way that they did it. Again, yeah, Batman like has failed. Kind of a rehash if you did it now. Yeah, that that would be the only thing I'd say. I I mean, I'd be okay with it, but those. Well, not you don't exist. have to do it right now. I mean, literally, the movie just came out. I'm talking about in a couple years, do it. Well, I and mean, by the way, the episodes already exist. You could just go watch it. <laughs> yeah, it came but, out in 2021. Yeah, but but keep in mind here. Keep in mind that a lot of people don't go back and watch these older shows. I wish. I wish these these younger kids would do it. My son does like my son watches. What, what is, what is I, he, he's into some of the older cartoons more than he is in some of the newer ones. Like, but kids don't do that. They're all like, Oh, let me watch YouTube. Let me watch this stupid ass show right here. Like, you know, they don't, they don't do that. So you had, you could actually do that. Yeah. People our age would be like, Hey, didn't they do this in justice league already? But People that are new to it would be like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, maybe I should go back and watch the 90s Justice League and whatever. You know what I mean? Mm. So, but yeah. yeah, this this was just a terrible movie. I, I just, it was so all over the place and I just, I, it, it hurt my brain because the more that I thought yeah. about it, the more I was like, why did I waste it, my time it with is, this? It is just some edgelord nonsense. And you know, I appreciate that the primal theory episode of primal aired right after it. So you could juxtapose what actually using graphic visceral imagery can accomplish. Well, speaking <laughs> about doing something serious and making it good, I think we should switch to the good movie. Yes. Let us move on to justice league versus the fatal five which is a great reunion for uh, uh, various members of the Justice League cast. Of course, we have Kevin Conroy. We got George Newbern back as Superman. 
and of course Susan Eisenberg back as Wonder Woman. I remember when this movie first came out. I specifically watched it because it was part of the DC animated universe. I was so excited to see that back. And there are certain moments that just immediately got, got tear to my eye. Like they, they did a sting with the justice league unlimited theme. And I'm just like, yeah, but there's more to it. Mm -hmm. than just that nostalgia. Nostalgia certainly served up for you if you want it, but this movie does a lot of interesting, unique things. I agree. It is, I would say, a Justice League story that they probably couldn't have told effectively back in 2000. There probably would just be not. too many limitations. And I'm not saying that because they occasionally swear and it gets a bit violent. <laughs> They're dealing with some topics that they just would not have covered no, in a kid's show. It deals with then. some very no. serious topics. And this is why I juxtapose it with Injustice. Injustice says it's dealing with serious topics, but then doesn't really deal with them. It just throws them against the wall and doesn't do anything. We actually let these things happen here, and then we ruminate on it, and we let our characters react to it and do things. This is how you do serious storytelling and let it actually work. Mm -hmm. I would agree. As would I. And it also manages to balance the serious with plenty of levity. Yes, yes. Now, I gave Injustice some credit for Plastic Man being funny, but it, it, it was a very minor part of that movie. And here, we, we have a good balance. Mm -hmm. Including a naked you man know, trying to steal some some medication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was... Oh, oh, right. This is the past. So uh, you're scared of the costume. <laughs> I'll take it that, off. It's fine. That's not the problem, no, sir. Sir, no, <laughs> stop. Sir, sir, can you please put the suit back on, sir? Sir, sir wait, why are you pushing uh, me with gravity, sir? Oh sir. <laughs> but, and then but Batman the... just comes up, smacks him once, and then uses gas to knock him so out. This is funny. But it also works on because uh, it, it's funny, but it's also serious because he needs that medication. Well, and and then you know what's funny, you know what was funny, is him having a friendship with Two Face. I love that. I I did I did like that that, that, that Two Face was, was was like his big brother. Yeah, that was Arkham. hilarious. That, and I, lo I love it. It's just like, hey, you think you're two people? I think I'm from the future. Eh. Eaten for two. Uh, apparently by Bruce way, Tim voiced Two-Face in this by the way I, I find it weird that the what are the, the they're called the Legion the Legion, Legion of Justice Legion the Legion of Superheroes so the Legion of Superheroes has to go into the past to trap the two of these Fatal Five mm -hmm. in with the Green Lanterns yeah, because the Green Lanterns no longer exist in the future. Which, I have questions. <laughs> I also have questions. Yeah, I, but I have questions. I'm, I'm going to sum it up as the, it just works. <laughs> it heavily, it, to me, it feels like it's heavily implied if time travel hadn't gone the way it did, that the normal course of events, that would have been, the, the this story would have been the end of the Green Lantern Corps. I think it just changed things. That's that's the feel I get from it. Probably. Mm, perhaps. Perhaps. 
And I love how they just keep adding Green Lanterns to Earth Sector. Oh. They're like, they're like, yeah. oh yeah, John Stewart's John Stewart's often doing this, but you're the new Green Lantern. Yeah, Hal and I'm Jordan's just like, busy. Uh, let's give it to Kyle Rayner. Okay, Kyle Rayner, let's do John Stewart. Hey, John Stewart, hey, hey, uh, you. Now I will say I love her. I love this character because she. We see her very early on dealing with some very serious situations where she her friends are murdered right in front of her. She is nearly murdered. Not true. The way we see it is a dream where she's having serious PTSD about it. But man, what a way to introduce a character and her struggling with just getting out of bed, dealing with life. But she, oh, by the way, she's also a Green Lantern, so she's also got to deal with the superhero stuff too. Yeah, I was, I was like. <clears throat> she's at the she's at her therapist and all of a sudden the green lantern ring is going off like oh yeah i gotta go to work it's that's like work. okay security was it i don't know if that's such a good gig for you i you know yeah, i, I, I kind of didn't pick it <laughs> i don't mind like i don't mind that she's the green lantern i don't mind that you know they're you know she went through this traumatic thing but I'm sitting here thinking to myself, yeah, but how does she get the ring? <laughs> like what, what happened to where the ring just showed up and, oh, here you are. Here's the ring. No, um, I, I kind of don't mind that they felt the need to, uh, that they didn't feel the need to, you know, you know explain that <laughs> or show how it happened. Because, you know, for all we know, she got the ring like right after she fell. <laughs> but I mean, that was that was the that yeah, was the thought that I had is she probably was falling in the ring. You know, obviously oh. the ring came to her and then she became the Green Lantern. Possibly. That actually That's what make I a lot of sense because how else did she survive that? Exactly. No, that actually yeah. makes a lot, a lot of sense. <laughs> So they certainly then, could have shown that, but I don't think it was absolutely necessary. No, but I, I will say that uh, Jessica Cruz is a very interesting character in this movie, and I, I quite yes. like her. She's also really skilled with that ring. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> she she makes some amazing constructs. <laughs> like, she she totally owns the bad guys on her own. <laughs> the oh, yeah. There. Which is pretty rad. And uh, yeah, uh, I like that though this this does, you know, reunite some classic members that we're familiar with the Justice League. I, I really appreciate that Mr. Terrific is around. I think he's he's a great addition. Mr. Terrific. You know what's terrific? Yes, but, and Miss Martian, this this version of Miss Martian is great. I really I, would like to see more with her. I would um, as well. I find it funny though that both movies had him in it. Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Terrific has been used more often these days, probably because he's uh, terrific. <laughs> yeah. But also so that they can diversify. <laughs> I can see that. Um, yeah, but I will you know say what? That this movie actually does a good job of having a diverse cast without going, hey, everyone, we have a diverse cast. Yeah, but yeah. I, I have to say, though, I kind of like him, and I don't understand why they haven't used him more. 
he's kind I don't of know a, either. He's a great character, but yeah, unless you happen to be a fan of Justice League Unlimited, he's not as well known. Uh, I mean, it's changing. It's changing, he, but he's been used pretty often lately. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, you want some? I, I, I think support. it's more along the lines of uh, his his primary uh, reason to be around is to you know be the smart guy who's got all the gadgets and other times they have, yeah, I want more of that. Yeah. They, they have other members of the justice league to fill that role, Mm -hmm. but I want to team him up with the question guys. That's what I want. Oh, that would, that would be fun. That would be really fun. I always love the question. That's the other guy I want to see more of is the question. I love that guy, but Uh, that was one of the things that justice league did really well is introduces to a lot of C-list characters. Mm-hmm. And some of them have been yeah. elevated since then, and I'd say Mr. Terrific is one of them. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, you know, since Miss Martian is such an important character in Young Justice, it's just kind of interesting to have this different version of her, who's <laughs> also really fun around Batman. Because Batman's like, why they always got me trained in teenagers? Yeah, yeah. And then and then she turns into Robin. That was hilarious. That was, uh, that was pretty point great. taken. <laughs> all the way, Batman sassing all the way to the end. Oh God! Well, it's I didn't say how I voted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you have her join the Justice League? <laughs> you you can't have. Uh, uncle around all the time <laughs> as evidence because he's not here because she yeah. has to be part of young justice well they don't, they don't really have young justice in the dcau i would love to see them try it is but... we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna go with it okay <laughs> yeah i guess so oh yeah um yeah i think uh jessica cruz is a great character i'd love to see more of her diane guerrero was fantastic. Uh, you may have uh, seen her in the other DC series, Doom Patrol. And uh, Thomas Keller, uh, Starboy, was voiced by Elliot Gable. He's uh, the main guy on Scorpion. And is that Scorpion or Scorpio? <laughs> It's a it's a live action TV show. Scorpion, yeah, Scorpion. Walter O'Brien on Scorpion, and uh, it's it's pretty common that the the DCAU pulls actors that don't normally do animation. So yeah, that's, that's good. And uh, Daniela Bobadilla as Miss Martian. She was uh, Charlie Sheen's daughter in. Anger management. Mm. That uh, that show with Charlie Sheen, anger management. So excellent, excellent additions. Starboy is an interesting character. I think they did a pretty good job of representing a character that, uh, <laughs> quite frankly, has. Uh, a lot going on in his head, and it's all very confusing to him. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think uh, that is that is something else that they, they just wouldn't have done in 
the DCAU back in the 90s and the 2000s. They just they just wouldn't cover a character like that. They are dabbling into characters like that in Young Justice, but at this point, Young Justice is kind of more of an all-audience show intended for not just kids. Yeah. So I'm not too surprised that they, they're delving into those kinds of topics. And likewise, this is... You know, obviously not intended for kids. It's PG thirteen, mm. but yeah, the the read I had on Fatal Five when it came out is this was for people who grew up with uh, Justice League, but you know are adults mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's it's really a tragic tragic story for Starboy because he he knows that he can't, you know take his meds and it's already too late to take them. So in the end, he makes the sacrifice play because he's the only one who can put the sun back together. God, I I actually teared up a little bit when, you know, he goes out and that's the difference between Injustice and Fatal Five. When we have a serious death in Fatal Five, it's emotionally impacting. When you kill characters left and right in Injustice, it's just kind of like shrug. No, it's like, it's like, really? Again? You yes, killed somebody the, off that's again? Why, yeah, well, I mean... Really? You yeah, killed yeah, off yeah. Cyborg, who is probably the one person that you shouldn't kill off? Really? Like, uh... Okay, just keep moving on. I, I'm just... I'm, I, that, that, I feel like this movie informs a lot of my criticism of Injustice, because it does everything right. Mm-hmm. We, we give the serious moments, the weight they deserve and the, the impact mm-hmm. they deserve. And Oh God, the funeral at the end of this movie, Oh, chef's kiss. Great way to send off the character. Great way to close off the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's overall very, very good movie. Absolutely. You know. Nicely animated, very well acted, good story. If you haven't watched it, you really should. And rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, it's easier to maybe make, uh, uh, to kind of notice these things, or you might even be, overthinking it in this case but something about his performance in this movie i kind of got the impression that he was not well okay so it wasn't just i wasn't even gonna say that but i totally felt the same thing when i was watching it like it felt like he was struggling a little bit not like massively but like it felt like there was something off a little bit like yeah. there's less ener- it, less energy would be the way I'd call it, maybe. Hmm. Perhaps. And you might and we both might be just reading too much into it because of, you know, current day knowledge. That very well could be, but I did get a similar feeling. Yeah. I don't think I really picked up on that the first time I saw the movie. Oh, I didn't but, either. I totally didn't. But paying more attention to it this time. Yeah, you kinda Kind of feel it even more so than uh, like this wasn't uh, recorded that long after the Justice League action series had wrapped up. 
and he actually sounded as good as ever in in that series i think so you know that that might have been a turning point uh, yeah. hard I mean, to say i'd still say sounds good here but it, it, there is something a little yeah off. yeah Uh, and this uh, is apparently the last DC animated thing he recorded for. There uh, were some other things that came out the same year that uh, aren't really DC animated things. Like he was in an episode of Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? And uh... <laughs> That show is great. <laughs> yeah. And of course, he, he's done some video games since. I think I heard that his last recording will be for um oh uh, what was it uh the suicide squad game mm. yeah he's in the suicide squad game um i you know there there was something else i was wondering about because i know they were talking about and i don't know if they ever did anything with it but doing something audio wise with like Batman, like the animated series. Um, but I don't know if they ever did anything with that. Yeah, I think they, am I wrong about that? Cause I, I, I thought they, I know they announced that they were going to do more with Batman, the animated series, but then it was like an audio thing. Yeah, there is. Cause there is a, audio series that came out recently but it, it uh kevin conroy is not batman mm. um, and i think like like there were there was a time when both that and they were talking about continuing the animated series as animation but i think both of those just kind of diverged to their own things and the animated series became the cake crusader mm. at least i i think so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but there might be there might be something else out there. Who knows? But it's possible. I'm <laughs> I'm sure if it exists, we'll get it. <laughs> At some point or another. Yep. I mean we just got uh an unearthed track from Lincoln Park from uh like two thousand three. <laughs> yeah. Good track. The music video is also pretty good, except it uses anime AI filter, which is gross. <laughs> it juxtaposes that with like actual animation, which is unfortunate because the actual animation looks pretty good. Regardless, it's a, it's a, it's a solid track. Uh, yeah. I... I'm sure there are people of two minds regarding whether or not this should be the very last DCAU continuity animated thing with voice acting. I kind of feel like there's great opportunity here for for more Miss Martian and more uh, Jessica Cruz. <laughs> and I would like to see these versions of these characters come back. Uh, if it only has to be in comic form, I suppose that's just the way it goes. But mm. it's it's tricky with the DCAU because Batman has always been such a 
integral part of it. He's the heart of the DCA. I mean, I think part of the problem is Warner Brothers has had this issue, at least in my opinion, finding a definitive voice to replace Kevin Conroy. Now, especially that he has died, it's even more of a kind of thing of, hey, maybe we need to go find somebody that can do this. And I'm not talking about like, okay, you need to do Kevin Conroy's voice. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like getting somebody that you're confident that this guy, or if some woman can do Batman's and Bruce Wayne's voice, great. Go ahead. We've seen it happen before. Um, well, I would say uh, Jensen Ackles from uh, The Long Halloween would be my choice to replace because he did an amazing job. I'll I'll be honest with you. I didn't like him at first, but um oh god, what was his name? The, he was Bat he's he was Batman the New 52. Um Jason O'Mara. Jason O'Mara actually grew on me. He yeah, was really he's good. pretty good. He he did a pretty good Batman, but then there was also um I can't remember. I think he was in at least the f- season, the first season, and maybe even other seasons of Young Justice. I haven't seen all of them, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah, Bruce Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood, even though he's he's been in a lot of movies, you know, yeah, not like not like animated movies. You know what I mean? Um, I think he would be a good Batman too. Like, I, I honestly think there's a couple people out there if Warner Brothers would be consistent about it. Yeah, I they agree. Pick that's somebody really that's good. the problem is we have there are a lot of people who I think could actually pull it off. And I think we've and, pretty much named the the, uh, the top choices, but they'd have to go with one and then settle with it and let it go and, and make that, you know, the new Kevin Conroy's or not. And, not and, that and you I could replace to, him, but you need a new Batman. And, you know, you did you you did some movies with um, what was his name? Um, the original Batman in the in the TV series um, played the mayor in Family Guy. Um, Adam West. Adam West. Adam West. I don't know why that didn't come off of my my camp. Oh, it, it, I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a long week. Um, you you have some Batmans out there that played in the live action. I'm not saying you have to tap one of these people, but guess what? You got. My boy Michael Keaton, which is my my Batman. That was my first Batman too. Well, technically, um, was, but which, by the way, oh my God! Speaking of Batman, holy shit! Now I understand why they didn't want to cancel the Flash movie. Um, that Batman, you got him available. The dude's not getting any younger. You could use him as Batman in animated shows. And there's people my age that would love that, that would sure. love to hear him. You know what I mean? So you have you have these possibilities. Hell, if Ben Affleck wanted to do it, he could do it. You have Christian Bale. If Christian Bale wanted to do it, huh. there, there's options. But, again, I, I think the problem, because you can pick anybody for Superman. You can pick anybody for Wonder Woman. Maybe not Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn had a really good voice actor. Same thing with Joker. Joker is kind of like Batman. You got to find 
you got to do the same thing with Joker. You got to find somebody. Oh, yeah, can, I, know, you, I don't know how I feel about the Joker in uh, in Justice. Yeah. Oh God, just have Richard Epcar do it seriously. Yeah. Like, but, I don't think Richard Epcar is a great Joker per se, but at least it matches the injustice. Like they so, didn't have anybody from the games reprise yeah. like hardly at all, which is strange. You know, so, uh, Jillian Jacobs was a surprisingly good Harley Quinn. Yes, but as Britta, Britta from Community. <laughs> but, but you know, that's what I'm saying. Like you got, if you can find a Batman, you can build a cast around that. But you got to have a Batman, and we don't have a Batman now. So, I think Warner Brothers has got to work on that. <laughs> you know, um. Sure, there's something they're thinking about. Also, kind of interesting casting is in Injustice, Justin Hartley played Superman. Justin Hartley was Aquaman on Smallville. <laughs> mm. He's done plenty of things since, but I just find that amusing. Yeah. <laughs> and the Batman in that one was uh, Anson Mount, who was Black Bolt in the uh, MCU. He, uh, he didn't get to talk much in uh, <laughs> in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And, and by the way, I bring this up every time we play a DC movie. But you know, if you can play this DC stuff, it's not ca- it's not costing you any costing you any money to do it. Why the fuck hasn't Young Justice played on Toonami? Now we can't assume that, Paul. I would assume that just because they weren't giving Toonami money anyway. So yeah. do you, do you honestly think that they would just let them, they, that they would be like, Oh yeah, by the way, you can do like you did in the past and pay for these movies. No, I, I don't think so. Well, more often than not, the movies kind of show up because uh, Warner has something they want to promote. <laughs> Yeah, that, that too. wasn't really the case this time, though. They did have plenty of opportunities to run the Shazam trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Saw that quite a few times. Which, you know, only makes sense. Yeah. Frankly, I will be surprised if they don't run Superman Shazam Black Adam short from that. Um... They could play the first episode. I think or not the first episode, the first Justice League 52 movie, Justice League War. They could uh-huh. play they could play that movie cuz Shazam, Shazam is in that movie. So, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if that shows he features up. Features prominently too. Unlike <laughs> it in Justice where he was basically a cameo. Yeah. That Look, I got a I got a rag on Injustice aboard because there's so many playable characters in Injustice. And almost none of them showed up in that movie. <laughs> yeah. That's Whereas a... they included a bunch of characters that were not playable in the game. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really very, strange. Very strange choices. And I don't even know what they were doing with Dick Grayson. It was absolute nonsense. That was yeah. so weird. It Just, made no sense. Like It, re- it really didn't. Like, why did you? Also, why did you? Why can't you play that? as Plastic Man in Injustice? That would be so much fun. That would be amazing. Like, yes, DLC that stuff. They've had two games and DLC, and you still can't play as Plastic Man. Maybe in the third one. Uh, maybe yeah. they will. ever is one. 
I, I, I saw um, Ed Boon kind of joking about a third injustice. <laughs> mm. I wonder why he would do that. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I'm all for more Steve Bloom as Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that is good. You forgot about that, didn't you? Yeah, I don't really think about it. I my preferred Hal Jordan voice is um Josh Keaton. Or uh listen. Gosh, what's his name? Nathan Fillion. Yeah. You, like you listen, you listen here, choice. okay? You listen here, okay? Anytime that Steve Bloom voices a character, it's awesome. We've never, we've never really had Steve Bloom try Batman. I would like to hear that. That could be really interesting, yeah. I mean, he's done Wolverine. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh... Not to be a downer and all, but we keep mentioning that uh, Kevin Conroy passed away. But we have another legacy Toonami voice actor who has passed away recently. The uh, voice and character model for Goat in Megas XLR, Scott Goat Reineker, has passed away, sadly. Mm-hmm. He showed up in lots of uh, Titmouse shows. Everything from Downtown to Megas XLR to even Disney's Motor City, which is a great show and more people need to watch it. Which, by the way, if you're licensing Motor City out, maybe Toonami should play that. Just saying, Disney, you can just you can just license that out. It'll be fine. Hmm. Because remember, at one point, they did want to play that. Oh, of course they did. So. <laughs> it's like the spiritual successor to me. You know, it, it makes it, it's funny because I love how Disney wants like all these streamers were like, oh, yeah, everybody, you know, we're making a lot of money. And now they're like, no, 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 we need to we need to license all this out. So it, it would be really funny if all of a sudden a Star Wars animated series showed up on Do Not Make It. <laughs> Look, I would love for What If and The Bad Batch to show up on Toonami. That would be fantastic. That would be great. It's not going to happen. No. No. Disney's holding those way too much. It would be great. Oh, they would charge so much money for that. It's not even funny. I mean, I would play Star Wars Visions on Toonami. That would be sick. Heck, finish Clone Wars. We never got uh, those last couple seasons. Uh, That's true. That's true. And yeah. also, it's it, not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I could go on because there's a, the the the. Oh, I'm sure animated, you could. The animated side of Star Wars is a plus. I'm just happy the Mandalorian's back. Heck yeah! Good stuff. <laughs> that would just be so funny to see, like the disney logo show up at the end of the show <laughs> that would be so bizarre <laughs> but i'd be for it i'd, I'd be all for it um, eh, wouldn't be but the you first know, time funny. disney something aired on the cartoon network <laughs> it is funny because there have been some experts that have been predicting that this was going to happen where streaming was going to kind of have a, like a a little bit of a downturn because they're not making money no they're like, not making you're going to start 
you're going to start to see these movies that are supposed to be quote unquote for streaming services actually go back into theaters now. So a lot of what it's going to happen is it's going to turn into, it's going to go back to the the previous model where there's like one or two of them rather than a million of them. Mm -hmm. Cause they're not making money. Well, you can't split up that market like that. That's the problem. Like Disney's probably the only one that is remotely making something because they've done the smart thing of being like, Hey, Let's bundle three things into one. That's mm-hmm. the. I mean, everybody pretty much has that. If you don't, you're an idiot at this point. Like, well, unless you don't want one of them, like I don't. Well, want but ESPN but like, one. I mean, I even see ads now that they're just. You can do all three, or you can do like for ten bucks, you can get Hulu and Disney Plus. Well, that's not a bad like, deal. That's not. That's a bad not a bad deal. deal. It's a good deal. That is, that's not a bad deal at all. Like Disney gets it. Like. Maybe they should charge a little bit more, but they they get it. Like meanwhile, Warner Brothers Discovery is all like, uh yeah, actually Discovery Plus is gonna stay separate. <laughs> oh, we need to talk about <laughs> while we're while we're talking about that, by the way, we need to talk about the fact that they're suing HBO Max is suing. That is a juicy thing, I yes. gotta say. I am not at all surprised. I really well, am not I haven't because heard of this. what's going on? That was that was totally, totally Viacom. Oh, you didn't hear about this laser? I did that, not. That was totally Viacom. So having their cake and eating it too. So what happened was, if you if you noticed, when HBO Max launched, they had South Park. Yes, yes, I knew about that, and I know so, that Viacom really wanted it back. So what Viacom has been doing is they've been slowly moving back on the rights that they signed yep. for for HBO Max. And because of that, HBO Max, which is probably well within their rights to sue, is suing them now to because they've I think what was it like Breach fifty contract, something basically. million? I think it was like five hundred fifty million or something. I'd have to look it up. I but, think the initial deal was for five hundred million and damn the what the agreement was for was the entire backlog plus the next three seasons which were expected to be 10 episodes each they only delivered two episodes in season 24 they were both hour-long specials and now they're saying they're only deliver six episodes for the next two seasons yeah, I mean, while they're making all those movies for uh, Paramount Plus. Yes. Yep. They're making, they can't call Which, them movies because well, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut stipulates that Warner Brothers has to be involved in any decision for a South Park movie. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Isn't that fun? So, but, so basically, but they well, call them events. Uh, oh, they are. They're very entertaining. South Park is constantly entertaining. Oh, yes. But. They are. We got to worry about the peepee. They are totally, totally diverting what should be coming to HBO Absolutely. Max um, and I, making it into streaming events. I uh, absolutely agreed, and actually, I completely agree with you, Paul. Um, honestly, HBO Max is well within their rights to sue. I mean, I, now, I however, supposedly, Warner Brothers Discovery has not paid what they owe for everything yet and they have not paid for some episodes that that have already been delivered which 
well is probably gonna hurt their case a lot yeah that well, actually at that but, point this is a very muddy road it's like well you didn't pay them so you you broke the contract first well, but but here's the thing did they pay did they pay for everything that they have right now if they did that then, is allegedly not the case really so i yeah, guess yeah, the question they haven't is paid for everything and if I that the is the case, is, then they would be the ones who broke the contract first, in which case. Well, yikes. but but see, but see, here's the thing. If if they got wind that this was gonna happen where they're not going to get these episodes, they may they, they probably are well within their rights not to have to pay everything up front. And it Possibly. probably does and it probably does stipulate in the contract that it doesn't have to be all up front either. They just have to pay it by a certain date. Because as much as I would love to sit here and say that Warner Media did something stupid, their lawyers are really good. I don't think that they would make the stupid mistake of being like, oh, well, we're not going to pay you all this money. I could be wrong. I, 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 could I mean, I would say the same thing about Viacom, honestly. So question. Well, Viacom, Viacom is probably fucked at this point. So, I they're, mean, uh, I could see this. They're, going they're both not way. doing great, but this is this is juicy. Yeah. And yeah. people are like, oh, they should totally make an episode about this. It's like they already have. It's, it's called, called the streaming, streaming wars. wars. Yeah. They but basically they, covered this already as if they knew. Oh yeah, they knew. But, you know, it's the, it, it's been funny to me though because it seems like Warner Media and Paramount have this really good relationship, and I only say that because yeah, South Park showed up, but the Star Trek movies that are really popular, besides I think the new ones, which is a separate contract, are all on HBO Max. Yeah, they used to all be on Paramount. They they pulled them off. Yeah, because they gave them to the they gave them the rights, and it's like Paramount has not been very smart in some of these things that they have. Like I was almost waiting for them to like send all their TV series over to them. Luckily, they've kept them because I mean they put uh, they put Deep Space Nine up on its own Star Trek channel, so on Pluto. So I mean, I'm assuming that's why they don't they've taken all their Star Trek series off of Hulu and Netflix. Well, they took them all off all there because they're all on Paramount Plus. Then they want you to go to Paramount Plus. It's, it, that, that's, well, right. That's been totally a hey, come pay us to watch Star Trek. Well, right, but here's the here's the problem with that. Why then send the movies to a different streaming service? Doesn't make because sense. Because they own it? No, because they're idiots. They own <laughs> uh, Pluto TV. No, 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 no. I'm talking about why would you send I, I can't remember how the, many you, Star Trek movies. You mean the Trek movies? Yeah. Well, the Trek movies are a little more complicated than the TV shows. Um, but, yeah. Um, the, the well, you can they, see that by the, the Picard series. I know we're, we're veering off of Toonami a lot right well, now. Well, you and I are Trek dorks, so, you know. I'm... Well, but, but that's the reason, I don't know if you knew this, Laser, but that's the reason why you don't see the Enterprise E in, in Star Trek Picard because they can't use it. Oh, interesting. It's I didn't that know that I... until this last season because mm. it's in the movie. It's only allowed to be in the movies. And I'm like, 
That is fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm like, I actually didn't that mind is so because st- honestly, the Titan makes more sense in that situation. But yeah. oh no 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 no, I didn't I didn't care about that. I'm talking about at least having the Enterprise E make an appearance. Mm. It doesn't make any appearance I, in the I, series. I would rather they make a new one at this point. Enterprise E is well, there, uh, there. Supposedly is a new one. That, yeah. that shows up somewhere probably towards the end of this series, but we'll see. Yeah, because, I mean, the Enterprise E is designed literally from the 90s. I'd love to see a new one at this point. Yeah. All right, well, I think we've mined this. Yeah, I think you and I have gone <laughs> off the Star Trek trek a little too far here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I do look forward to seeing the results of that lawsuit because... <laughs> It's, 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 I'm just getting the popcorn out at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's well, fair. Somebody, yeah. somebody in the comments was like, this is what the let them fight meme is for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other people are responding like, oh, Warner is broke, broke. <laughs> if they're going after Viacom for this. Like, yeah. I think they they rightfully saw they were getting screwed because <laughs> that as soon as that that, that is uh, fucked up what they were doing. I, that I deal was announced with Paramount Plus. It was like that uh, that sounds not above board. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Streaming movies, you say? Hmm. And it's the 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 biggest thing is some of them are arguably not in continuity, but some of them are in continuity. You have to see those episodes where you don't know what's going on in South Park. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's, it's not like you can just avoid those and not. So yeah, they, they, they double dip in. Oh yes. As was previously described in the streaming wars episodes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But, uh, watch Justice League Fatal 5. It's good. Don't watch Injustice. We watched it for you. <laughs> and that's, mm. That is the perfect summation of this podcast. Play the game. And look forward <laughs> to some wacky One Piece Dragon Ball crossover and Toriko's also there. <laughs> Toriko's like, hey, I'm here too. And look forward to Sketch having to put breaking news in this podcast. I mean, I hope so. If we don't get any news by, like, Thursday, I'm not going to bother. But if there is something by then, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, they, they really should have said something last Friday. But... Mm. <sighs> Look, people want me to get all up on so like, oh, it's it's bad. Tsunami doesn't have anything. It's like I'm I'm just not that worried, guys. It's it's gonna be fine. They've got stuff in the works, but the way these contracts work these days, it seems like they, they can't really talk about it until it's like right on them. Oh yeah, you you know they're gonna play Attack on Titan, and you know that Crunchyroll is not gonna let them say anything about it until Crunchyroll can announce that they're streaming it. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, that's that's the way it works. Like, geez, they made them wait an extra like month for My Hero Academia, though they're pretty much caught up. <laughs> well, no, they're not. <laughs> Because they 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 took 
a week off and then they released two dub episodes this past week. So the uh, the gap has not uh, lessened so much, even though Toonami will be airing two episodes soon. And who knows, they might do it more than once. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hopefully we get some good news soon that maybe was later put into this podcast. <laughs> We're willing that into existence. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps. Uh, perhaps. Uh, yeah. Okay, Paul, you know, do the usual. All right. So let's see. So. Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can find that on pretty much every single podcast app that's out there. Just simply by searching for Tsunami Faithful Podcast on your favorite podcast app. If we are not on your podcast app, please do let us know and we will try to get on there. But though, for those of you that are looking for an app to listen to us on, uh, we encourage you to use Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Spotify, um, but the one that we definitely want you to use is, uh, is SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast is where every single episode is. Um, but there's also the SoundCloud app. So if you download that, you can listen to us for free on there. Um, so that is different. That is definitely another way that you can listen to every single episode of this podcast from episode one, all the way up to this episode. And yeah, you should do that. Um, what else? You can email us podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any feedback. Uh, let us know if you want us to talk about something on the podcast. Um, we're more than welcome to do that at some point. So please do let us know. And of course you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at Toonami Podcast as well. And last but not least, if you want to donate to the podcast, the website, both, whatever, um, you can go to ToonamiFaithful.com slash donate. There are several different ways to donate, including our Patreon, patreon.com slash Faithful, that has several different pieces of content on there that are only on Patreon and you can only hear there. Um, I'm hoping to add some more stuff to it later on so please do uh keep contributing and thank you to those that continue to contribute on a monthly basis it is very appreciative um but you can also do a one-time payment to us through paypal there's a paypal link on there and if you like buying anime and you want to buy some anime you can use our right stuff link clicking on that buying something will give us a portion of whatever you purchase and again that goes to help fund the pod podcast website and everything as well so but uh yeah let's get on out of here laser where can they find you uh, you can find me on twitter at laser kid prime and you can find me on several of v lord's podcasts the v lord podcast universe as i like to joke uh including the demon slayer podcast and the dumb Weed podcast and sketch where can they find you you can find me on twitter at sketch 1984 and you can read my occasional articles on tsunamifaithful.com. I recently, 
I recently did a review for the most recent Sword Art Online theatrical movie. Give it a give it a read. <laughs> and, give it a whirl. Uh, yeah, mm. and you can find out more about that. One Piece Dragon Ball Toriko crossover by reading my article about that. And I have some other articles that I am thinking about doing in the near future. So, uh, yeah, look forward to those. And Paul, where can they find you? All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, paulpascrillo at tsunamifaithful.com. And now that we've done an episode finally after six months you can hear me on the two strangers one podcast as well uh literally came out tonight so you can hear that podcast by searching two strangers one podcast or you can go on twitter at two strangers oh i'm sorry at stranger podcast so yeah oh what did you guys talk about stuff things stuff and things stuff Things, those nerdy are very, things. Those are good things to talk about. <laughs> nerdy things. Nerdy things. You know, you know how Chris is. I don't really need to go into detail how Chris is. <laughs> ah, since it can be, it can be, it can be a little crazy how what Chris talks about on that podcast. So, <laughs> and as for upcoming discussions for this podcast, well, we are due to uh, talk about the finale of Made in Abyss. We'll probably record that pretty soon. We've. Uh, We've had some difficulty coordinating that. Uh, there are some other things that I'm probably going to keep under wraps, but uh, don't expect a Yashihime conversation anytime soon because we got some catch-up to do on that one. But um, we should be doing a My Hero discussion pretty soon because it has been an eventful season thus far, to be sure. And Very hopefully things happening. And hopefully we'll have some interviews for you this year at some point. Um, we kind of slacked last year, so uh, we're going to try to get back into the, the swing of things. Hopefully with everything that's happening to these voice actors these days, hopefully we're not going to be running into a pay us or we're not doing anything well, but that may end up happening too. So who knows? Um, and, <sighs> I don't, and I don't blame them, unfortunately, because these companies suck. So, yeah, yeah somebody's got to pick up the snack for them. Mm. <sighs> so, yeah, but we're not made of money. <laughs> no, certainly not. I mean, I'm making more money, but, you know, hey, did yeah. I hear something about a one piece mug? Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. Uh. And with that, uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast. Thank you for listening as long as you've been listening, whether this is your first episode or you've been listening all the way since episode one. Uh, again, we do this for you and we do it for the love of Toonami. So um, please do let us know what you think. Please keep listening and yeah, just let us know how we are. But uh, that's it for this week's Toonami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. In brightest day, in blackest night, no shitty DC movie will escape my sight. Let those who worship Edgelord's might beware the power of the DC animated universe's might. <laughs>